Today is February the 1st. Today, Job looked to his Redeemer. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Job chapters 18 through 20. In chapter 18, Bildad responds to Job's uh, 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 defense before Eliphaz. Uh, they always occur in this order, Eliphaz, Bildad, Zophar. Uh, they went through one round. We're now in the middle of the second round. Bildad now uh, responds to Job. And Bildad continues the direct attack on Job. Look at what he says in chapter 18, verse 13. Disease eats their skin. Death devours their limbs. Job was suffering from a horrible skin disease at this point. Verse 15, the homes of the wicked will burn down. Job's home burned. And then in verse 19, they will have neither children nor grandchildren. Job's offspring, his seven sons and three daughters, were all killed when his house collapsed on top of them. Bildad makes a direct attack against Job, saying, Job, this is happening to you. You must have sinned. Chapter 19, Job responds, How long will you torture me? Boy, these words of his friends are cutting deep into Job. And so Job responds in Verse 4, even if I've sinned, that's my concern, not yours. And he looks directly to God and continues on his complaint. He talks about where he is. He says, I have been undone. Uh, the Lord has indeed attacked me. Verse 22, uh, 21 and 22, he says, have mercy on me, my friends. Have mercy. For the hand of God has struck me. Must you also persecute me like God does? Haven't you chewed me up enough? Job says, you should be supporting me instead. You turn and attack me. Because of this, Job now looks to the Lord. Verse 25, and he says, as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives. He'll stand upon the earth at last. After my body has decayed, yet in my body, I will see God. I will see him for myself. Yes, I will see him with my own eyes. I'm overwhelmed at the thought. Job looks to God for his ultimate redemption. Now, Zophar, the third of the friends, responds in chapter 21. And in excuse me, in chapter 20. And in chapter 20, he says in verse 5, the triumph of the wicked has been short-lived. Job, you lived in triumph. That time is done. Again, Zophar comes back and he says from verses 12 to 29, the riches that you had, you must have gained from the poor. And so, 
today God punishes you. These are wonderful chapters with a look toward the Redeemer of the New Testament. Enjoy them as you read them. Job 18 through 20, New Living Translation. Job 18. Then Bildad the Shuite replied, How long before you stop talking? Speak sense if you want us to answer. Do you think we are mere animals? Do you think we are stupid? You may tear out your hair in anger, but will that destroy the earth? Will it make the rocks tremble? Surely the light of the wicked will be snuffed out. The sparks of their fire will not glow. The light in their tents will grow dark. The lamp hanging above them will be quenched. The confident stride of the wicked will be shortened. Their own schemes will be their downfall. The wicked will walk into a net. They fall into a pit. The traps grab them by the heel. A snare holds them tight. A noose lies hidden on the ground. A rope is stretched across their path. Terrors surround the wicked and trouble them at every step. Hunger depletes their strength and calamity awaits them to stumble. Disease eats their skin. Death devours their limbs. They are torn from the security of their homes and are brought down to the king of terrors. The homes of the wicked will burn down. Burning sulfur rains on their house. Their roots will dry up and their branches will wither. All memory of their existence will fade from the earth. No one will remember their names. They will be thrust from light into darkness, driven from the world. They will have neither children nor grandchildren nor any survivor in the place where they live. People in the West are appalled by their fate. People in the East are horrified. They will say, This is the home of a wicked person, the place of one who rejected God. Job 19 Then Job spoke again, How long will you torture me? How long will you try to crush me with your words? You have already insulted me ten times. You should be ashamed of treating me so badly. Even if I have sinned, that is my concern, not yours. You think you're better than I am, using my humiliation as evidence of my sin. But it is God who has wronged me, capturing me in his net. I cry out, help, but no one answers me. I protest, but there is no justice. God has blocked my way, so I cannot move. He has plunged my path into darkness. He has stripped me of my honor and removed the crown from my head. He has demolished me on every side, and I am finished. He has uprooted my hope like a fallen tree. His fury burns against me. He counts me as his enemy. His troops advance. They build up roads to attack me. They camp all around my tent. My relatives stay far away, and my friends have turned against me. My family is gone, and my close friends have forgotten me. My servants and maids consider me a stranger. I am like a foreigner to them. When I call my servant, he doesn't come. I have to plead with him. My breath is repulsive to my wife. I am rejected by my own family. Even young children despise me. When I stand to speak, they turn their backs on me. My closest friends detest me. Those I loved have turned against me. I have been reduced to skin and bones, and I have escaped death by the skin of my teeth. Have mercy on me, my friends, have mercy, for the hand of God has struck me. Must you also persecute me like God does? Haven't you chewed me up enough? Oh, that my words could be recorded.
Oh, that they could be inscribed on a monument, carved with an iron chisel and filled with lead, engraved forever in the rock. But as for me, I know my Redeemer lives, and he will stand upon the earth at last. And after my body has decayed, yet in my body I will see God. I will see him for myself. Yes, I will see him with my own eyes, and I am overwhelmed at the thought. How dare you go on persecuting me, saying, It is his own fault. You should fear punishment for yourselves, for your attitude deserves punishment. Then you will know that there is indeed a judgment. Job 20 Then Zophar the Naamite replied, I must reply because I am greatly disturbed. I've had to endure your insults, but now my spirit prompts me to reply. You don't realize that from the beginning of time, ever since people were first placed on the earth, don't you realize that from the beginning of time, ever since people were first placed on the earth, the triumph of the wicked has been short-lived and the joy of the godless have been only temporary. Though the pride of the godless reaches to the heavens and their heads touch the clouds, Yet they will vanish forever, thrown away like their own dung. Those who know them will ask, where are they? They will fade like a dream not to be found. They will vanish like a vision into the night. Those who once saw them will see them no more. Their families will never see them again. Their children will beg from the poor, for they must give back their stolen riches. Though they are young, their bones will lie in the dust. They enjoyed the sweet taste of wickedness. Letting it melt under their tongues, they savored it, holding it long in their mouths. But suddenly the food in their bellies turned sour, a poisonous venom in their stomach. They will vomit the wealth they swallowed. God won't let them keep it down. They will suck the poison from cobras. The viper will kill them. They will never again enjoy streams of olive oil or rivers of milk and honey. They will give back everything they worked for. Their wealth will bring them no joy for they oppressed the poor and left them destitute. They foreclosed on their homes. They were always greedy and never satisfied. Nothing remains of all the things they have dreamed about. Nothing is left after they finish gorging themselves. Therefore, their prosperity will not endure. In the midst of plenty, they will run into trouble and be overcome by misery. May God give them a belly full of trouble. May God rain down his anger upon them. When they try to escape an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow will pierce them. The arrow is pulled from their back, and the arrowhead glistens with blood. The terrors of death are upon them. Their treasures will be thrown into the deepest darkness. A wildfire will devour their goods, consuming all they have left. The heavens will reveal their guilt, and the earth will testify against them. A flood will sweep away their house. God's anger will descend on them in torrents. This is the reward that God gives the wicked. It is the inheritance decreed by God. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, why do the wicked prosper?